Welcome to the podcast of Life Change Church, where we exist to love people to life change. We hope that this podcast is both challenging and encouraging to you. Enjoy the message. This is really going to be kind of a, a vision series for our own lives, not necessarily a vision series for the church, but more for us individually as what we're really called to do is we're called continually to move forward, right? To, to move forward each and every day. But the truth is, I think sometimes that's hard. I don't know about you, but if you, you see this series and you're thinking like, man, I don't, sometimes it's tough, right? Sometimes you just kind of feel like you're, you're stuck in a rut. Sometimes it's, it's easy to quit moving forward. Sometimes we move, but the truth is we, uh, we're moving in the wrong direction, right? Sometimes we, we're just moving our feet, but we're, we're not going to the place we want to go, right? We're not going the direction we want to go. We're not chasing after the goal we want to go to. But what we're talking about this series is, is moving towards the goal that we want to go, right? Instead of just moving, moving forward. But I think sometimes we do. We just spin our wheels, right? Sometimes we probably feel a little like this video right here, right? We're moving. We're moving fast, but we're not going anywhere, right? This was our weekend right here. This is our Saturday. <laughs> Truth is, though, I think sometimes we feel like that. Right? We're moving, but we're not going any wheel, anywhere. We feel like we're just spinning the wheels, and, and sometimes we fall off, sometimes we get messed up, sometimes we, we, we crash and burn. But really what we're, doing, we're called to is we're called to, to moving forward. In fact, we, we see this in the Bible. We see this in uh, Philippians chapter 3, verses 14, which will really serve as our memory verse for this series. So if you would, you can write this down. Put it a place you're going to see it and maybe even commit it to memory. And if you don't have a Bible, we challenge you always to download the YouVersion Bible app as well. But in this passage of Scripture in Philippians, here's Paul. And Paul is writing to the church in Philippi, which is a church that he helped start. So Paul has a, a really good connection with many of these people. Right? He, he's actually pretty close to some of these people in this church. And he hears that this church is going through some, some opposition. So Paul writes this letter to them and he writes this letter actually being in prison. So Paul himself is going through some opposition, but he uses it as a chance to encourage the Philippians and really even encourage us when we face hard times. And he says this in Philippians 3.14. He says, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Here's Paul in the middle of hardship. Here's Paul in the middle of being thrown in a jail and being in prison. And he's saying that he presses on. He presses on towards the goal. What he's doing is he's moving forward and he encourages the Philippians and he encourages us to do the same. Right? We are called to continually move forward towards the goal. And this is really what this series is going to be about. About continually moving forward and really how we can live this out. So through this series, we're going to jump in and we're going to talk about how in order to, to move forward, there's some things that we need to, to let go of. Right, so we're going to talk a little bit about our past and how we need to own our past and to let go of it so that we can move forward. Talk about how in order to, to move forward, sometimes we actually have to think a little bit differently. So we're going to talk through that as well. And then how moving forward requires some power. And we all have access to some amazing power through the Holy Spirit. So we're going to talk about these things. But as we start, as we start, what I want to do today is I want to talk about our purpose. Because okay? it's hard to move forward if you don't know our purpose. And if you think about purpose, purpose is one of those things that, that we all strive for. It's one of those things that we all look for. I mean, think about how many of you ever asked, man, what's the point of all this? What's my purpose? What am I supposed to do next? 
Right? What am I supposed to do in this situation? What's God calling me to do? We've asked these questions, and many times we ask them over and over again to the point where we turn blue in the face, to the point where we really we get a little bit frustrated. right? Because it's a question that we all ask. It's something that we all seek to answer. In fact, if you look at it, there's books upon books. In fact, there's thousands and thousands of books that are written for that reason, to help us find our purpose. Look at there's there's videos that we can follow. There's classes that we can follow to help us find our purpose. And many of us, we spend a lot of time chasing after it. Many of us, we spend a lot of money chasing after it as well. And there's this thing called college that people do. Some people, it's not maybe worth it all the time, but you know. There's some this thing called college that people do, and they spend some time trying to find their purpose, right? And then they come out of college realizing that their purpose is to pay off all the debt that they spend in there. We spend a ton of time, we spend a ton of money, we spend a ton of resources really searching for this answer, searching for our purpose, to know what our goal is. And listen, Philippians 3.14, it's a great passage of Scripture, right? It's one that you've probably heard over and over again. You might already have it memorized. And it's really encouraging when it says that we're called to press toward the goal, the prize. But it also can be somewhat frustrating too. Because for many of us, we don't necessarily know what that goal is. We don't necessarily know what that prize is. We don't necessarily know what that purpose is. So today I want to spend some time as we start this series really just laying a foundation so that we all know what our purpose is. And I want to make it as simple as we can. I want to make it as simple and clear as we can so we all can walk out of here knowing exactly how we should live and what we should live for. Here it is. Here's the purpose. Here's your purpose. Here's my purpose. Here's all our purposes put together in the most simple form. Our purpose is to please God through faith. Our purpose is to please God through faith. Listen, if you call yourself a Christian, that's your purpose. I think a lot of times we make a decision to follow Jesus and we're like, okay, what next? Well, what next is we take a step into pleasing God through faith. If you don't call yourself a Christian, you're here, we're, we're glad you're here as well. And maybe you've had the same thing. You're like, what am I supposed to do? What am I created for? You're created to please your Creator. We're created to bring God happiness. We're created to, to bring God satisfaction. We're created to, to really in everything we do, to live out God's wishes for our lives. That's our purpose. And we do it through faith. See, faith pleases God. In fact, Hebrews 11.6 says this. It says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He exists and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. We're going to spend some time today in Hebrews chapter 11. If you look at your notes, there's a, a couple of uh, verses uh, notated there for you, but I, I challenge you to, to go beyond that. Actually, Hebrews chapter 11 is just an incredible passage of Scripture that, that really allows us to, to see examples of purpose lived out. So I challenge you to go back and even read through all of Hebrews chapter 11 this week. I don't just open your Bibles on a Sunday morning, but, but open it up every single day. Right? Open it up each morning. Learn. Learn how to please God through that. And if you look at Hebrews chapter 11, it shows these people who continually moved forward. It shows these people who continually lived with purpose and lived on purpose. And it shows us how we can do the same thing as well. And it's all through faith. Again, it's impossible to please God without faith. It's impossible to live out our purpose without faith. And the truth is it's impossible for us to move forward without faith. So if you look at faith, what is faith? 
fact, Hebrews, as we start off this, this passage of Scripture in chapter 11, it defines faith this way. It says, now faith, in Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So I want to simplify our purpose. I want us to walk away with clarity today. I want us to understand that our purpose is to please God through faith. But I also want us to understand just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. Simple and easy are not the same thing. And the truth is, sometimes faith can be hard. In fact, faith can often be hard. Faith is one of the hardest things that we live out. I don't want to come up here and just tell you, hey, Christian life is easy. Give your life to Jesus and everything's going to be good. All you have to do is faith and faith is easy. No, faith is sometimes hard. Right? It's hard to sometimes have confidence in the things that we hope for. It's hard to have assurance in the things that we cannot see. The truth is, life comes at us, and it comes at each and every one of us in different ways, and it gives us opportunities to be shaken a little bit. In fact, there's a lot of times where we can be overcome with doubt. Which means it's hard to live out faith. Faith is hard. And not only is faith hard, it's hard to make God our audience every time. It's hard to, it's hard to live for the audience of one. In fact, I think a lot of times that's easier. It's easier to live for, for other people. It's easier to try to please others and try to find our confidence and to find our strength and to find our, to find our assurance in others, right? So that's what we do. Oftentimes it's easy to be led astray to please others instead of just God. I think many times what we do, we look for, for multiple likes on Facebook instead of the one like that really matters. Again, just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. It's hard to live out faith and it's hard to make Him our audience. And because of that, oftentimes what happens is we get, we get distracted. We get discouraged. And oftentimes we get stuck because we forget our purpose. But what's incredible about Hebrews chapter 11 and is it shows this list of these amazing heroes that we can look to, that we can see of how they moved forward how they continually move forward, how they were able to live with purpose. And what's amazing about Hebrews chapter 11 and these people that, that's throughout this, the, throughout this chapter is that these people, they weren't really even that special. I mean, these people, they, they didn't have these great abilities. They didn't have really some really great talents. In fact, many of them, they weren't any different than you and I. Right? In fact, many of them, they had some flaws that would probably make us feel a little bit better about ourselves. They had some issues that they were going through. They had some major flaws that we could look to and say, oh man, at least I'm better than that. But here's what they are. They're heroes because they lived out their purpose and they lived out faith. They're people who, who had confidence in what they hoped for. They're people who had assurance for in the things that they couldn't see. They're people who continually moved forward and they were pleasing to God because they understood their purpose. And today what I want to do is I want to spend some time specifically looking at, at Moses, a guy named Moses, and you see it, his kind of life recapped in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 23 through 29. So let's check this out. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 23 through 29. It says, By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born, because they saw he was no ordinary child, and they were not afraid of the king's edict. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. 
by faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who was invisible. By faith he kept the Passover and the application of the blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land. But when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. Here's Moses, a guy who's a hero in the Bible. A guy that we look to and think that God did amazing things through because God did. All because of what? All because of how? Because of his faith, right? By faith. By faith, the Israelites were freed by Moses through God, right? By faith, the firstborn of the Israelites were, were saved. By faith, Moses persevered. By faith, Moses continued on. He pressed on. He moved forward towards the goal. By faith, he lived on purpose. Right? This is some good stuff, right? And if you've ever asked yourself, what's my purpose? If you ever asked myself, if you ever asked yourself, what am I supposed to do next? How am I supposed to live this out? How can I, how can I do something meaningful? Go back to this passage of scripture. Go back to this chapter. It's by faith. And our purpose is to please God through faith. This is, there's some really good stuff. In fact, there's probably more than just one sermon. You can go through and there's multiple sermons here. And what I want us to do is I just want to give you just a ton of information. It might be a little bit different today. But I just want to give you a ton of information of, of really what we can learn from Moses and, and how we can apply it to our lives to move forward and to live out a purpose in our lives. So I want to give you four results of purpose. And then I want to give you three ways of how we can live it out. So let's start off with the, with the four results of purpose. Number one, purpose leaves a legacy. Purpose leaves a legacy. Yet if you look at Hebrews chapter 11, it's known as the Hall of Faith, right? It's the Hall of Fame of these incredible believers, these incredible people through the Bible. And what they did is they lived their life. They lived their life on purpose. They lived their life with faith. They pleased God through faith. Listen, we're talking about Moses today, not necessarily because of his talents, not necessarily because of his abilities. In fact, he had some major flaws. One of his flaws was the fact that he couldn't speak very well. He had to he had to recruit his brother to speak for him. He couldn't even speak very well, but yet he led the Israelites into freedom. Right? So Moses had some inabilities. Moses had a past too. If you look at Moses, Moses actually killed a man. Moses was a murderer. But he still left a legacy because he lived life. He lived life through faith. And the truth is we can do the same thing. And this whole passage of Scripture is about Moses choosing God over man every time. And because of it, he left a legacy, and we can do the same thing. Listen, I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to know your purpose. I want to encourage you to know who you are, know your purpose, and live a life with faith so that you can leave a legacy. Pleasing God through faith leaves a legacy. Number two, purpose overcomes distractions. Purpose overcomes distractions. And the key word there is overcomes. Right, if you look at it, purpose doesn't remove distraction. Purpose doesn't get rid of distractions. The truth is we're going to have distractions in our life. We're going to have multiple distractions. There's things that are going to come at us. We're going to experience distractions over and over and over again. We're going to experience things that, that could set us back. We're going to experience things that, that could sidetrack us. There's going to experience some things that, that can maybe keep us from moving forward to moving to the side or even moving backward. Right? There's distractions that come in our lives each and every day. And Moses was the same way. Right? There's distractions in his life. In fact, one of the greatest distractions that we all experienced and Moses experienced as well was this thing called sin. Right? 
Sin is one of the greatest distractions in our life. Sin is one of the greatest ways to derail us from our purpose. Sin is one of the greatest ways to keep us from moving towards where God wants us. And Moses experienced it. But what's incredible is he overcame it. In in chapter 11 it says, instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin, Moses moved forward. Moses continued on through faith. Understand this. Sin is one of the greatest distractions, but understand Understand how it's described. It's described as a fleeting pleasure. Meaning it won't last. It's only going to last for a short time. Listen, I think a lot of us, we get distracted because of sin. Because the truth is, it looks good. It feels good. It feels nice at the moment, right? It's something that gives us immediate pleasure, but it only lasts for a fleeting moment. I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to remain focused in on your purpose because purpose overcomes. Purpose overcomes distraction. And understand this. I think a lot of times, I think a lot of times we fall into distractions. I think a lot of times we fall into sin because what we're doing is we're trying to please others instead of trying to please God. When we just try to please others, the truth is it's hard to move forward. Because when we just try to please others, what happens is we don't fully understand our purpose. I think too many times we get distracted by, by chasing after somebody else's standards for our life. By chasing after somebody else's opinion for our life instead of what God calls us into. Right? And instead of moving forward, we often are just moving. We're just spinning our wheels. And it's a dangerous place to be. Because living for the approval of people keeps you from the purposes of God. Living for the approval of people keeps you from the purposes of God. So I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. To live for the approval of God. Because living for people is exhausting. Right? In fact, that might be where you are today. Maybe you've been chasing down the approval of a, a parent, of a, a sibling, of a friend or something. And you feel like you're just spinning your wheels. You feel like you're getting nowhere. And you're living in this land of frustration. So I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to know your true purpose, which is to please God, because that will overcome distraction. Number two, purpose overcomes distraction. Number three, purpose pushes you through pain. Purpose pushes you through pain. Truth is, life is going to get tough. Life will be hard sometimes. If you're chasing after a goal, you're going to go through some moments where you just want to quit, where you want to give in, where you're experiencing some things that, that, you, that you never even thought you would experience. But if you know your purpose, it's going to push you through the pain. You look at the life of Moses, again, it wasn't easy. From birth, it says that he had to be hidden, right? He had to be hidden because the leadership of Egypt was trying to kill him at the time. So from birth, things were happening. And it goes on, it says that he was mistreated. It says he was regarded as a disgrace, but he continued on. He pressed on. He pushed forward, right? Because he knew his purpose. And purpose pushes you through pain. Really because purpose allows you to find the value where it's supposed to be found. Listen, the only one that can really give us value is our Creator. When we look to anything else, when we look to anything else to find our value, to find our worth, our purpose is getting distorted. Our value is getting distorted. And it leaves us chasing after something we can never, we can never reach. And it leaves us trapped in pain. So when we look to our value from others, really it's easy to listen to those critics. It's easy to listen to lies. It's easy to allow obstacles to block us in our path. 
it's easy for us to get stuck in pain. Again, without purpose or the wrong purpose where we're trying to please others, pain is really a place of resonance. It's a place where we set up shop. And I think too many times we get there. I think too many times we get stuck there. But purpose pushes you through pain. Just share a little bit. That's uh, kind of our story of uh, church planning. Our first year as a church was uh, a little bit, we'll just say it was a little bit on the rougher side for me personally. The, uh, there was some pain. There were some things that we went through. There were some things that we kind of struggled with. And there were some things that just happened. I'm like, man, this is, this is crazy. And there were some times I, I never really wanted to quit. I can be honest. Like, I never really wanted to quit. But there were some times where I felt completely stuck. And I looked through this, and there were some times where I felt like I was a complete failure, really. Because as we started this church, we had people telling us that, hey, things are going to go great. And not that churches are all about numbers, but we started off, we had like 50 people rolling us with us for the first year, and things were tight, and we are just going through this. And I'm like, man, I feel like a complete failure, God. Like, what is going on? Like, I'm not meeting anything that anybody said that I would meet. I'm not hitting the standards and the guidelines that anybody said that we would hit, right? The church isn't there, right? And then I felt God just simply say, he's like, back off, Corbin. I never called you to plant a church for numbers. I never called you to plant a church for success. I never called you to plant a church to, to say you look like this or, or, or like that. I called you to plant a church to be faithful and obedient. And listen, the truth is he's called each and every one of us. You may be here today and you may be struggling. You may be going through something where you feel like you're stuck in pain. You're not meeting your goals. You feel like a complete failure. But guess what? God only calls you to be faithful and obedient. His purpose is for you to please Him through faith. And when we realize that, when you realize that, that purpose will push you through your pain. It'll push you through and push you and really take you beyond anything you can imagine. Listen, God's done some amazing things in this church since that day. Once I realized that, God, I was able to let go. I was able to let God just take this place and run. God's done some amazing thing in this church each and every moment. Right? It's incredible. I look here, and we missed last Sunday, but I tell you what, we missed last Sunday. Right? When we're away, we actually miss church. Think like, man, it's exciting to be back because God's doing some incredible things. God used that pain. He used that pain to help us find purpose a little more. But he also uses that purpose to push us through that pain. Purpose pushes you through your pain. And number four, purpose empowers you. If you look at it, Moses was empowered for the sake of Christ. Moses was empowered to free the Israelites. It says that he didn't fear the king's anger. Now this is kind of crazy because here's the king of Egypt. This is the most powerful man in the world. Like Egypt was a, was a world power at that time. And this king could kill anybody at any time that he wanted to. But it says that Moses didn't even fear the king's anger. But instead, he persevered because he was empowered. He was empowered to lead the Israelites to freedom. He was empowered to, to lead in, in even some of his weaknesses, all because he knew his purpose. In a couple of weeks, we're going to talk about the, the power that we have access to through the Holy Spirit. But before we get there, we have to know our purpose. Once we know our purpose, we're empowered. And that empowerment can overcome the hopelessness that we may feel. It can, it can overcome that feeling of being apathetic or even powerless. Right? So know your purpose. Purpose. Purpose empowers us. So know your purpose. And I'm going to give you three ways to, to really live this out. Again, our purpose is to please God through faith. And here's how we do it. Number one is we have to know our identity. Today I want to challenge you to know your identity. Know who you are. But more importantly, know whose you are. 
And again, if you look at Moses, there's an incredible lesson that we can learn from him on the fact that he knew whose he was. He knew who he was. And, and Hebrews 11.24 says, By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He didn't take on a false identity. Right? Here he is. He grew up, he grew up in an Egyptian household, but he knew who he really was. Right? He knew that he was a Hebrew. He knew that he was an Israelite. He knew that he was the son and, and the, from the lineage of Abraham, of Jacob, right? He knew that he was a child of God. Now listen, today I want you to understand. I want you to understand that you are a child of God. Know your identity. Through Jesus, through Jesus, we are made right with God. Jesus came, lived a perfect life, died on a cross, and was risen again so that we could be called a child of God. Listen, don't cheapen the cross. Don't cheapen the empty tomb by taking on a false identity. Know who you are. You are a child of God. You were paid for at a price. You were paid for at the ultimate price. And you have to know who you are. And maybe you're here today, and maybe you struggle with that. Maybe for you, maybe you're carrying on something of your past. Maybe for you, maybe you identify yourself as a liar, as a cheat. Listen, that's not who you are. You are a child of God. Next week, we're going to talk a little more in depth about how we can overcome our past. But I want to remind you, and I want to encourage you today, as you walk out of here, know that you are a child of God. You are not your sin. You are not your past. You are not your father's sin. You are not your mother's sin. You're not even a sin that was done to you. You're a child of God. Understand that and walk in that truth. When you know your identity, you'll know your purpose. You begin to live it out. You begin to experience these incredible things. You begin to be empowered. Know your identity. Number two, choose purpose over popularity. To live out purpose, you actually have to choose purpose in your life. Purpose, purpose is an intentional choice that we make each and every day. And one of the biggest choices we can make is choosing purpose over popularity. Which means we're choosing serving God over serving others. If you look at Moses, this is what he did. In Hebrews 11.25, it says, He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He chose to be mistreated. Understand this, purpose doesn't always come easy. In fact, purpose is often the, the, the harder route. It's not the easy route. So instead of taking the easy route, instead of just pleasing others, instead of pleasing yourself and going down the, the measure of, of fleeting pleasures of sin, instead of doing that, Moses chose to please God and we need to do the same thing. That's what we're called to do. In fact, if you look in the New Testament, the, the beginning, the early church started started with choosing God over man. In Acts 5.29, it says this. It says, Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than human beings. In this passage of Scripture, in the book of Acts, the church was growing in this incredible way. And the apostles, the early believers, they were preaching, they were doing some incredible healings, they were doing all this, and they were really causing a stir among people, so much so that they got thrown into jail. But there were some people that were following them, right? There were some people that were believing and seeing all this. So when they're in jail, God did this incredible miracle. And he, he released them from jail. He opened up the gates and they all walk out. Now, all of this, all of this was heard from the people. So when the, when the, uh, guards came by and came through trying to throw them back, they're like, well, we can't just throw them back. This will cause a revolt among people. But what we need to do is we need to go talk to them, right? 
We need to go tell them that, hey, you can't do this anymore. So they did. And the, re- the apostles' response was incredible. They said this. They said we must obey God rather than human beings. Like, they were taking a risk. They were taking a chance. And when we're here, when we're, when we're choosing purpose over popularity, the truth is it's going to be a risk. It's going to be a chance that you have to take in your life. But I want to challenge you to do it. Because when you get intentional about purpose, you're able to live it out. You're able to move forward. And listen, if you're here today and if you're a people pleaser, and I'm one of those, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to live this out. I know this is tough, but live this out because this will set you free. This will allow you to move forward. See, here's the truth. We can't please everyone, but we can please God. So we need to choose purpose. We need to choose to please God. Living a life of just trying to please others is exhausting. It's a never-ending task. One of the greatest lessons I learned in Bible college was a was from a professor, and it was a pretty, pretty disgruntled lesson, but it stuck with me. And he said this: He's like, "There's three rules about people. Number one, people are fickle. Number two, people are fickle. Number three, people are fickle." He may have been a little jaded, but you know. But the truth is, people's ideas change. People's standards for you change. And if you're just trying to please people each and every time, if you're just chasing after popularity, you're never going to have it. You're never going to get there. You're never going to make everybody happy, but you can please God. You can please God. To live out your purpose, I want to challenge you. To choose, to choose purpose over popularity. And number three is to value the eternal over the temporary. I want to challenge you to value the things that last. Right? To continue to move forward, we have to value the things that matter. We have to value the things that exist forever. And we have to value those things over the temporary. And listen, this is a tough one. This is a tough one for me. Because the truth is, for me, there's, there's times I hold on to things that don't really matter. Right? I'm probably the same for you. There's times that, that you may hold on to things that matter, don't matter. Right? There's some things, there's some opinions that, that maybe you're holding on to that are meaningless. There's some words that maybe you're chasing after that, that really... They don't really mean as much, right? There's some words that maybe you're holding on to that, that somebody spoke over you, that you're allowing to define where you're going. But the truth is, this is just a temporary thing, right? It's not eternal. And because of that, because we're holding on to those temporary things, our purpose, our value is distorted. Listen, we're going to talk about how we think a little bit differently through this series, but I want to challenge you today to value the eternal over the temporary. And if you look at Moses in, in Hebrews 11.26, it says he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. Now again, understand this. In the context of this, Egypt was, was a world power at this time. It was, one of the, it was the richest nation at this time. And he's saying that he regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of more value within the, than the treasures in the richest nation and the richest kingdom of that time. Disgrace. Disgrace is something that none of us seek after, right? Nobody wants our name to fame by any way, right? Nobody wants our reputation tainted in any way. Nobody wants that dishonor. We don't value that at all. But Moses said he values disgrace for the sake of Christ greater than the treasures of Egypt. He understood the eternal versus the temporary. Because of that, he knew his purpose. And today I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you. 
I want to challenge you to, to look at your values. Do you value the temporary over the eternal? And here's the tough question. Here's the tough question that can answer you. Do you allow yourself to go off the handle for things that don't really matter? Do you allow yourself to be shaken by things that won't really last? As I'll be honest, there's times where, where I fly off the handle for things that don't really matter. This morning was kind of an opportunity. It's an opportunity. I think I, I think I won it, but it was okay. But as I was driving to church today, I like to get to church early before the first service. I usually like to be one of the first ones here, open up, kind of kind of game plan, go through my mind, clear my mind, all that kind of stuff. So I like to get here early. And I always take off. I take off pretty pretty early from my house, about 6.45. I'm usually here about like 7 o'clock. And I, that's kind of my routine. Today it was a little later, so I left about like 7.15. And then I got to 21st Street, and then I get a call from my wife that says, hey, I locked my keys in my car. Can you come back and unlock my car for me? Thinking like, why are your keys in your car anyways? You know your keys should be in the house, hanging on the ring, locked up, because I know your purse is right next to that in your car as well. Still, so I was all mad. I'm like, I was thinking through it. You know what? It's just temporary. I turned around, unlocked. We still had church. It's crazy, right? And the truth is, God's not pleased with that. God's not pleased when I complain about my wife in front of everybody, because she's awesome. But the truth is, the truth is we have to evaluate some things in our life. The things that, the things that bum us out, the things that get us upset, the things that, the things that challenge us. Is it worth it, right? Is it temporary or eternal? Don't let a temporary problem ruin your eternity. Don't let a temporary problem derail you and get you off course from what God has for you. But instead, value the eternal over the temporary. And our purpose, as simple as this, our purpose is to please God through faith. And we can live that out. And we can experience all the incredible things that happen when we live out with purpose. If we know our identity, if we choose purpose over popularity, and if we value the eternal over the temporary. As we close, if you would, pull out the connection card and the seat back in front of you. Maybe you're here today, and maybe as I'm talking, maybe maybe for you, maybe, maybe you're at that place where you're just wondering, like, what am I supposed to do next? What's the purpose? What's the purpose in all of this? And maybe for you, it begins, the struggle begins with your identity. Maybe you're holding on, you're defining your something, yourself as something, a, as, a, as a past sin or a sin of your father or mother or, or something else. Listen, I want you to walk out here today and understanding that you are a child of God. And if you haven't made a commitment to follow Christ, if you don't know that right now, or maybe you did, but you walked away, I want to give you that opportunity. What you can do on that connection card and the first box there says, I want to make a commitment to follow Christ. Check mark that box. If that's you and you never made that decision, check mark that box. Or if you did and you walked away and you want to make a, a rededication of that, check mark that box and then believe. Believe that God loved you so much that he gave his son for you so that he could call you his child. And then receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Accept his forgiveness. Maybe here today, maybe God's asking you. Maybe God's asking you to, and challenging you with some other things. Maybe God's asking you to, to choose purpose over popularity. Maybe you've been trying to, to please others and not Him, and now it's time. You know what? It's time to live your life pleasing to Him. Whatever that is, write that down. Maybe for you. Maybe you make a big deal out of things that aren't necessarily a big deal. 
Maybe you need to value eternity over temporary. Whatever that is, write that down. There's also a place for prayer requests where we would love to partner with you in prayer. Again, we take these serious. This is our way to connect with you, our way to journey with you, our way to pray with you. So if you would, take this moment to fill that out and any ties or offerings, and then Darrell will be up in just a moment to explain the next step. Thank you for listening to the Life Change Church Podcast. If you were here today and you were listening and you made a decision to follow Christ, we would love to hear about it. Or maybe you're here and you're listening and that God is asking you to make the next step with whatever that it is in your life. We would love to hear about it and partner up with you. If you would, go to www.mylifechangechurch.com and under the media section, please fill out the contact us information and let us know if you made a decision to follow Christ. Let us know what God is asking of you. And if you need prayer, we would love to partner up with you in prayer as well. We hope that you enjoyed the podcast and that it both encouraged and challenged you. Have a great week. Thank you.